Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992 That's 800-413-6992 Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. Oh, oh, he's, oh, he's And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Pedro Fernandez. I wanted to do the right thing. Namas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but <laughs> never duplicated. 37, make that 38-plus years now of knocking out all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your modest host in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, we'll talk about the world of boxing post-2020. As we look into 2021, we'll bring in boxing's only PhD. That's right. We'll talk about the kid from the Bronx, Socrates Palmer. Straight up, Socrates will be here in segment number two. Of course, we'll also talk about the fact that, you know, we're looking for a, a figure in this country, a sports figure. Of course, LeBron James, he doesn't quite fill the void that Muhammad Ali felt, filled. Of course, can there anybody be anybody ever greater than Ali? We'll find out in segment four today of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines around the planet. You can join us if you dare. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or get this, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. The number, one 1- 415-275-1613. The studio text line. Drop us a question. Drop us a rap. Compliment. Whatever you want to do. Number once again. 1-415-275-1613. That's 1-415-275-1613. Well, it looks like the world lightweight champion is headed down under. No, I'm not talking under the sheets. I'm talking about Australia. Straight up, Tiafimo Lopez looks like he's going to uh, Australia in May to fight Mr. Kai Brassus. Of course, I told you he's a worthy foe. He's undefeated. He can pack a stadium down there. But can you pack a stadium at this point in time with COVID going crazy? Who knows? They're talking about May. That and more today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Once again, this is your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Coming to you live on Sports Byline.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions, a change in life circumstances, or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees? If you feel stuck or just need to get out of your timeshare, Newton Group is here for you. They are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company, which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business, so it's important you go with a company you can trust. And nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to timeshare exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877-WE-DO-EXIT. Why pay for something you aren't using? Give us a call at 877-WE-DO-EXIT or visit newtonexit.com today. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Wait a second. That's the birthday song. The Beatles. Who's got a birthday? Let's bring in boxing's PAC Socrates Palmer and see who has a birthday within the Palmer family. What's the baby's name and when was it born, Sock? Sebastian of oh, Socrates, Sebastian Palmer entered the world on January 7th, 2021 at 4.28 p.m. Fantastic. Congratulations to you and the wife. So that's the first birthday, per se, of the child. And how's the, how's the baby doing? He's doing well, Pedro. Thank you for asking. He's, you know, we're very, very blessed. Uh, healthy boy, you know, 10 fingers, 10 toes. You know, he's doing good. He's doing what a baby does, eat, sleep, and poop. <laughs> okay. and, and mommy, how's mommy? 
Mommy's doing good. She's recovering. Uh, she is a trooper. Uh, she's, uh, you, you, have, you grow uh, a strong admiration, you know, for a woman when you see her go through childbirth. And, you know, she, she's a rock. She's definitely the, the, the backbone of the family. And um, I love her every day more. You do realize the species would have come to an end if they'd have done, if they'd have put, reversed the roles. In other words, you know, if they had us having babies, I mean, we probably wouldn't be reproducing. <laughs> the pain. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, wait, listen, I remember I had a lady in a police car. I was driving out to Terrell District one day in San Francisco. And some Chinese guy weighed me down about 12 o'clock at night on 19th Avenue. And he's looking panicky. And he's, he doesn't speak real good English. But I look at his wife. She's laying in the back seat, And her belly's bigger than you can imagine. And things are starting to emit from her. Okay. So anyway, I grab her and throw her in the back of the police car. We drive high speed to Children's Hospital. She ends up having the baby a couple hours later. But that's that was like childbirth in the police car. And then, of course, I witnessed my daughter being born. And that's when I came up with an undue amount of respect for women in general. Because, you know, that's just the ultimate. I, I, I just couldn't imagine that. I, I, I could crack a joke right now, but I won't because it's serious. But, I mean, I couldn't imagine anything more, more, uh, more rewarding and yet more painful than childbirth. So let's move on from that. But mom's doing well, huh? Yes, she is. She is. Thank you for asking. Okay. She's doing very, very good. Okay, this is, of course, my boy down there in Australia, George Cambosis, good-looking kid, beat the guy from uh, from uh, England a couple of weeks ago, a few months ago. Anyway, bottom line is 19 and 0, 10 KOs. He and Tiamfimo Lopez look like they're going to make it in May. Of course, they draw big crowds down there in Australia. Do they really think they could put this fight in a stadium in the midst of a pandemic? I, you know what? I haven't seen what their numbers look like in Australia. Um, I think they, I think they could. You know, borrowing a page from Big Brother England, um, they had a limited crowd, I believe, uh, in the Pulev uh, Joshua fight. So um, I, I could see something like that happening. Um, you know, I like I said, I don't have the information as far as uh, what their numbers are in Australia, and, and Australia is a massive country continent. So you know, yeah, you don't know yeah. what regions are hotter than others. So good point, good point. Um, former light heavyweight champion Sergey Kovalev, of course, uh, the former uh-huh. WBO light heavyweight champion, tested positive for uh, steroids this past week. But I got to mention this. You know, the Russians have been famous for taking steroids. I remember in like. The 1968 Olympics and the 1972, no, the 76 Olympics, they didn't go to the 72 Olympics, the 76 Olympics, they had female weightlifters that needed to shave. And I'm not talking about their underarms. You know what I mean? That's, that's, what, kind of, that's what kind of steroids they were on. So all throughout the years, fighters from the Soviet bloc have seemed to be the preeminent guys being caught with performance-enhancing drugs. So is it fair to label the Russians cheats? Well... The cynic in me is not surprised that, you know, that if a fighter gets caught with PEDs, he's going to come from that region of the world. Um, going back to, like you said, the Olympics, them and, and the Germans, they were kind of like the pioneers in, uh, in steroid use uh, when it comes to international competition. Uh, a guy like Kovalev, you know, in the twilight of his career, you know, as far as I know, I think it's the first time he's ever popped positive. Um, you know, you try to hold on. 
Hold on, hold But here's what's up. Here's what I always mm-hmm. say. Um, you usually don't get caught the first time. Right. I mean, I right, mean, right. this is this is a this is a pattern for a lot of fighters, and whether they be American or whether they be uh, from the Soviet bloc, primarily from the Soviet bloc, but we've had American cheats too. And, and I won't tell you that that oh. guy that the guy that was in the exhibition a few weeks ago, Mike Tyson, I think he was taking performance enhancing drugs and make his body look that good at 52. You know, uh, I mean, you know, human growth hormone, baby, they can get away with it. Well, right. Well, right. That's what you stole the words out of my mouth. There's so many things that you can take that are legal. Um, I believe does Mike live in Arizona. Of course, Mike's and, in Arizona. Right. And I, and from what I understand, Arizona is one of the pioneers in terms of, uh, human HGH, uh, and um, testosterone replacement, you know, which is it's legal over there, you know. So, and it was an exhibition, so it's not like they were under the bot of testing. Um, with Kovalev, you know, you know, it's just it draws that he's going to have that cloud over his over his career. You know, is, was he always a cheater? Um, I want to say no. You know, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's fought he fought a lot of you know big fights in, in the United States and Vegas and and. He's, and I do believe that their testing is somewhat adequate, and and and, it's, and the guys that are blatant cheaters do get caught, um, like Jarrell Miller and people like that. Um, Jarrell's a dummy. I mean, he's just he's just plain old ignorant, man. I mean, we're watching you, guy. Okay, I'm going to do this three times in a row. I mean, come on, man. I mean, if talk, yeah. I can't think of I can't think of a bigger buffoon in boxing than that young man. You know, and and the thing is, he he was he got popped uh, in his uh, kickboxing days also. So the guy, that's his thing. You know, I mean, I don't know. So I, I mean, obviously, you can't tell him. You know, it, it's different. Like in baseball, you still got to hit the ball, but obviously, they must do something, or else people wouldn't use them. <laughs> well, and, this this is what this 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 is what they do. Okay, the different different stare. Obviously, the human growth mm-hmm. hormone. Rolls back the reflexes. I mean, when Barry Bonds, Victor Conti told me this, Victor Conti of snack fame, of course, he rigged the 2000 Olympics with uh, Marion Lewis. I think that was her name. Anyway, and a few other events, but in Marion Jones. So anyway, he um, he told me that when Barry Bonds was on the HDH and the cream put together and all those different steroids he was taking, that he could see the seams on the baseball coming at him. That's that that that's how that's how good his eyes were from the human growth hormone alone. Wow, yeah, I yeah. mean it's, it's definitely an edge. And, and Barry Bonds at his peak was like a boy, like a man playing against Little League. He was it was unbelievable that year that he has that he had the seventy four home runs and and, and people yeah, yeah, but, would walk see, him with the bases a, loaded. True. Here, <laughs> here's crazy. a guy that here's a guy here's a guy that I covered in high school though. Um, that was a sunken chested little guy. Then it was with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and you sort of look like you or me to an extent, a lot sunken chested and maybe even more sunken chested. Then he goes to the Giants and he gains like three hat sizes in one year. Your head doesn't grow three hat sizes in one year. No, no, no. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. You know, but... Yeah, what did they, hey, and we had a trial out here. I don't know if you know about it. We had a trial out here. I think it was for the trainer. I believe in uh, our one Anderson, of the Anderson. He, he, yeah, Anderson. Yeah. He took so, the bullet yeah, for him. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so some chick got on there and talked about um, 
Barry Bonds' testicular, his, his, his small package. In other words, because of the steroids, you know, it sort of reduces your, your um, stones, per se, the size of your stones. And that was for the cold when they, they dogged him in court for that. But still, he denied it to the day. That dude, is, that dude will never admit it, okay? Anderson went to jail for him a year and a half. Imagine that, going to jail a year and a half for a guy. What kind of payoff was that when you got out? I'm sure he was compensated handsomely. I mean, his, I mean Barry Bonds at one point was the highest paid player in baseball, so I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's okay. You know. Um, but, but, but but let me and, tell you the flip. And, let me tell you the flip on Barry. And interrupt you. I'm sorry about that. But Barry's been known to pick up pennies. When you when Barry sees a pen, when Barry's seen a penny, a friend of mine told me he saw Barry pick up the penny at Candlestick Park. So. Barry's a cheap dude, but he's got all kinds of money. Barry was a, was a weird kid in high school, man. He just was. He thought he was better than everybody else in high school, and he turned he out was. to be better. And he turned out to be better than everybody else. But you know, I think there was some Flintstone vitamins involved, obviously. I mean, Barry, you got to remember, Barry grew up, you know, the major leaguer as his father. You know, yeah. so he he did not grow up, you know, as your average kid. You know, wealthy. Um, his godfather was. The great one, Willie Mays. I mean, ooh, ooh, you know, time out. We got, we're running up on a hard break here. I hate to interrupt Socrates Palmer. We're running up on a hard break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Willie Mays, I got some Willie Mays stories. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Muhammad Ali at 40 minutes past the hour. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Your inside look at the world of boxing and MMA live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Our brand new channel, Channel 217. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. 
Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721 went to penitentiary gene wilder i did a movie i went to not me personally i mean i went to do a film in penitentiary um, <laughs> and it was i was up there six weeks arizona state penitentiary it was something oh you're applauding for that <laughs> arizona state penitentiary real popular <laughs> oh man it was strange because it's like 80 percent black people And what's strange about that is that there are no black people in Arizona. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Mike Tyson's in Arizona, as is Sammy the Bull Gravano, who's been talking a lot of smack as of late. He's got different podcasts going on. I can never imagine a convicted killer being released and then talking all the smack that that Sammy the Bull Gravano is talking. But straight up, he must have something on somebody. Uh, let's go to, we're back, back, let's go back to, of course, boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer on the line from the Bronx. Well, Sock, I got to ask you, hmm, um, Don King coming back, he's got a card on the 29th, is he for real? One, one last hurrah, you know, I mean, listen, I mean, Don did it to himself, but, you know, HBO really did a number on Don King in terms of not doing business with him anymore, and, and, and basically made him irrelevant, you know, uh, and Don has not been, I think the last time I, I remember seeing him on TV was when he had Bremen uh, Severn, you know, and, and he had a, he lost the title to Deontay Wilder. Uh, I mean, Don King in, in terms of for the fight fan, he's great for the fight fan, you know, and certain fighters, you know, he's, he's been good to them. And to others, I'm sure they, if they could get away with it, they would have murdered him a long time ago. So, Don King is good for boxing. I mean, what what does he have left? You know, he's 80-something. You know, 89. 89, he's not 80. answering the phone. Hmm. That's interesting. Wow. No, I mean, you know, so I, mean, I wonder, I, you know, and I wonder, I wonder aloud how much he's got left. I was told he was really sick a couple of years ago. And I talked to him about four or five months ago. He said, I'll be calling you, Pedro. We're going to announce this big show, blah, 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 blah. And then I never heard anything about him. Anyway, the 29th, Don King Pay-Per-View presents Manuel Char and Trevor Bryan. Of course, it's for the 
WB heavyweight title, I guess with some type of asterisk next to it, and the uh, WB co-feature on the card. And your buddy, Stavern, is going to be on the card as well. I thought they oh, buried him. That. I thought he was done. Oh, man, that dude. Between him and Charles Murray, like those guys that should, you don't want to see on TV. The total, uh, I was, was going to say, I mean, he was definitely outgunned and outclassed when he lost to Wilder. You know, he was annihilated. And he's not somebody that I would say that I'd missed seeing in the ring, but I guess everyone has the right to make a living and if someone's going to pay him, you know, albeit. I'm not, I don't want to be a hater, but I don't think Stavern is going to be a, a factor in the heavyweight division in 2021. I'm surprised he was ever a factor. But, you know, King coming back, DKP. Uh, pay-per-view, of course, from January 20th, once again, we'll get into that in depth as the, uh, in next week's show. Um, you know, competition is good in, in all aspects yeah. of life, with all aspects of business, especially in the sports world, you know? I mean, if Don King could sign a few guys, he could make some noise, but I don't think he's got anybody outside of, uh, out of Char. Yeah, yeah I mean, burned. Got, yeah, I mean, I just, no one is you know, I, I remember he had uh, this kid uh, who kind of didn't live up to the hype, Iman, the mm-hmm. the junior welterweight. But, I mean, guys are smarter now. You know, people, I mean, notoriously, Don was famous for, you know, giving fighters money up front cash and, you know, opening up their eyes wide and then not reading the fine print. And then they'd be stuck on these horrendous contracts and, and they wouldn't fight for about a year, you know, so... I think fighters are a lot smarter now. Uh, and, um, you know, Don had his run. He was bigger than life. You know, he was just an, an imposing figure on television and great for the sport, you know, in some aspects. I, I, I just got a text here for you, actually for us. Um, our, our, our guy was talking about Sammy the Bull Gravano. Are you surprised he's still alive? Uh, I mean, because the guy's killed like 20 people. You would have think somebody would have came back and tried to kill him. And he, he's doing podcasts right. and television shows, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's the wave now. I mean, all these mob rats, you know, are making, you know, trying to uh, put their stories out there on the Internet, on uh, Glad TV and YouTube and all these other platforms. Am I surprised Sammy's still alive? A little bit. You know, a little bit. You figure all the enemies he's made over the years. Uh, um, but then again, Sammy's a psychopath. So if you come after him, I'm sure, <laughs> you know, he's not going to go quietly. He went after uh, you know, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say that, you know, he's a he's a killer. And, you know, he'll, I'm sure if you come after him, you better come after him correct, you know. So... But, um, well, he, 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 he talked some smack about, about your boy, Teddy Atlas this week. So I, I, I'm one podcast. Of course, he's, he's got the JFK assassination. He's got all these different fights. And then of course he talked about, um, Francisco Damiani. Evidently he had a piece of Damiani and he was trying to get Damiani in a title fight with Mike Tyson. The same time he talked about that. And he sent some guy over to Don, Don King's office. And evidently the guy, Don King told him, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm a bad dude. Get the hell out of here. So they told the guy, you better go back and kill Don King. And, they, and Sammy said he never saw that guy afterwards. Mm-hmm. 
And Don King is still alive. Anyway, February 13th looks like a match room. And Eddie Hearn, Eddie Hearn might be today's Don King. Who knows? Uh, Josh Warrington, 30 and 0, 7 KOs. Mauricio Lara, 21 and 2, 14 KOs. Um, that's the main event, the 20th. They've got a fight card. Josh Kelly with 10 fights. Second on David Ayelson, 26, 3 and 1. Alexander Povetkin, this will be interesting. Alexander Povetkin, 36, 2 and 1, 25 wax. Fresh off that one punch knockout, that annihilation, that mm, thank you, man. That was just sweet justice over Dillian White. This is the rematch with Dillian White, 27 and 2, 18 KOs. Dillian White, why don't I, why is it I despise him? I mean, what, what I mean, I don't even know the guy, but I don't like him. You know, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he was running his mouth a lot prior to the Quebecian fight, and he kind of feels like he's maybe like the most avoided or uncrowned heavyweight champion. You know, he's, he's got a lot of mouth and he, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and he overlooked Quebecian and. He became the victim. He became the co-star in the knockout of the year in my book. I mean, that was a tremendous fight. Um, uh really just a beautiful counter uh, uppercut and, and white. Obviously, never saw it coming. And, and the rematch, I, I'm expecting fireworks. Uh, I don't know. I, I, me personally, I like white. I think he's always in a good fight. You know, um, I think that he is a little too braggadocious and sometimes uh, does his best fighting with his mouth. Uh, but, you know, I have no problem with White. I think White's a, a tough fighter. He, he gives an honest effort. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this rematch. Real quick, 135 pounds. Looks like Cambosa is going to get the shot with Teofimo Lopez, 19-0, of course, 10 KOs. Um, the other guys in the division, Devin Haney, uh, Ryan Garcia coming off that win a few weeks ago over... Um, Luke Campbell, of course, that, that, that body punch knockout. But him getting off the deck there, you know, if he hadn't saw that punch coming, and he did see that punch coming because it was an overhand left that sort of looped, but it had it been thrown Pernell Whitaker style, he wouldn't have got up. Can you can you see what I'm trying to say there? Uh, you, you think Pernell would have done a better job in hiding the shot? Like, uh, no, no. It bur- <laughs> just Pernell so is from point A to point B. In other words, it goes faster. When you loop it, not only does it take, right. not only do you see the punch coming, left-handers right. tend to loop. Not only do you see it coming, right. but it takes up time. Right, right. And, I mean, also the fact, I mean, Ryan's tall, so I think maybe might have been the only way to get him. Uh, but it was, a, it was a tremendous shot. It was a lucky shot because if you, if you watch it, you know, he fainted down and then clipped him. And, and the way Ryan fell was, it was, you know, pretty spectacular, you know. When, when, when it's like seeing what you're watching an old western and and, and John Wayne gets shot, you didn't expect that. <laughs> so, but you know he dusted himself off and had a spectacular win. Uh, real quick, uh, shout out to the to the man at why I'm a boxing fan today. My dad who turned 74 yesterday. Fantastic! So the birthday thing worked. The, yeah, I mean, playing the, I mean, that's a dual birthday. Then we got the baby this week. We got your dad yesterday. Say, say, uh, give my uh, your dad my best. I mean, what a great son he has, man. So he must be a proud young. He must be a proud guy. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. I'm I'm very lucky, very blessed. Have have, have a, a great weekend, sir. You too, my brother. Enjoy the the great Socrates Palmer on Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline coming up. We'll do a segment, and we'll bring in Muhammad Ali. I think we need a little joy, a little happiness 
you know, today's boxing world, a little bit bored. Let's go back in time with Muhammad Ali on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Unbelievable. The soul side of town, baby. Brand new Tower of Power. Check them out, towerofpower.com. They've got new drops, a couple of new songs. I mean, Tower's rocking and rolling, what, 50 years later. Straight up props to Tower of Power. 
Uh, it was January 17, 1974, of course, a week before Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier would engage in their second fight. It was Muhammad Ali's 32nd birthday. Joe Frazier had just turned 30 five days earlier. Okay, this uh, show was aired on the 24th, but it was actually taped a few days earlier. At the end of the broadcast, things got a little ugly. We'll check in right now with Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, and Howard Cosell. You see, you try to brush that stuff over on somebody oh, else, man. You try to put that weight on everybody else besides yourself. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Roy. <laughs> okay. We'll be back with round seven in a moment. Sharp suits got on them. Pretty good. How old is it? About a year. <laughs> About a year. I heard I was gonna be on the TV with this attorney, said so Jeff, like a lawyer. Oh yeah. Well, I thought it was a sports thing. I would come relaxing. I think that uh, you look good. Relaxing thing, you know. You don't explain why you dress like you are. <laughs> well, that's you good. good. You know, I'm I'm a dresser. You look you good, Joe. You I feel look. good too. That's where I feel like I should dress for this kind of show, sportswear. You know. That was the end of round seven, gentlemen, and we'll be back again in just a moment. You can't do that no we more. We're gonna buy my ticket out of the country. <laughs> oh boy. Sit down, Joe. Why you think I'm here? Sit down, Joe. Huh? Sit down quick. Why you think I'm here? Sit the brothers are here. Doing this too? No. Sit down quick, Joe. Well, we're having a scene, as you can see, and it's hard to tell whether it's clowning or for real between the two fighters. This kind of thing has been going on all along in terms of promotion of the fight, and this time it seems to be for real, because Joe Frazier is really angry. Muhammad called him ignorant, and he's really angry. I don't think this one is clowning at all. It's a bad and an ugly scene, and it's unfortunate, I think, that it's happened in the middle of showing a classic fight between two extraordinary athletes. I think that Ali is probably clowning, but there is no question in my mind that Joe Frazier is not clowning. They threw off their respective earpieces, microphones. Joe Frazier's watch came off. There was a wrestling bout on the floor, and we're really very sorry this happened. And there's no question about it, Joe Frazier is leaving the studio now, and he is deeply upset at Ali calling him ignorant. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry, Monday night, we're going to try and get this that. back, and we'll be back in just one moment. you be on time. As you can see, one chair is now empty. Muhammad Ali is sitting next to me where Joe Frazier had been sitting. And Joe has left the studio in what was open anger, real anger, and there's no sense in disguising the fact. I would say there was anger on his part, Howard. I'm not angry and still not angry. That's why I'm still here. All right. But a man shouldn't be that savage and illiterate to just jump up and stand over me and ball his fists up and as if though he's on a swing in me. I didn't know what he was going to do. I had to jump up to defend myself. But I'm not still angry at him. I don't think two black men should be on the television fussing and fighting and acting like savages. This man is, he speaks ignorant at times. He said, I, w I went to the hospital. I went to the hospital to have my swollen jaw checked to make sure nothing had happened for 10 minutes. And I, don't, I wasn't going to bring up him going to the hospital because it's true. He was so hurt, 
he went to the hospital for one month. And I don't think it would be a man for me to bring up you went to the hospital because it's not, right. not my intention to hurt nobody. But, so, this is why I say he's an ignorant man to, even, to show you how much he thinks. If I, if, I, if I went to the hospital one month and he went for 10 minutes, I wouldn't say he went to the hospital because he might say I went to the hospital. All right, you've had your say now. I want to recapture the situation for you viewers. We were showing round 10 when suddenly this difficult situation arose. Joe is not here. Muhammad, as I have noted, has just had his say. I am going to try and serve as devil's advocate to represent Joe here now because he's not here. You have to be the devil and to you represent can, Joe. You, you have can, to be the devil. I never mind the wisecracks, Muhammad. That's true. We're going to show round 10 again. You We're going to concentrate you on this fight. Devil. And so then you act the devil. let's limit our attention to this fight and let's be absolutely fair in the absence of Joe Frazier. He's entitled to that regardless. Good luck to you. Once again, we want to express our regret at the fact that Joe Frazier left the studio. He felt he had every right to do so. We're sorry about the difficult situation that occurred and the slight skirmish that occurred. But no hard feelings. We'll be buddies after I beat Okay. That's our show today. We'll be good Thank brothers. You very much. Good black brothers. Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier hooking it up. Of course, that was four days before their second battle. The second battle, of course, took place at the Garden, Madison Square Garden. Of course, they sold the garden out. They sold it out the first time in the fight of the century in March of 1971. Of course, they would come back and fight once again. Wow, 1976 for the World Heavyweight Championship. The thrill in Manila, probably the most brutal heavy, one of the most brutal heavyweight fights of all time. <clears throat> they never had much respect for each other in the ring, per se, but they did outside the ring. I mean, sometimes Joe would say nasty things, and Joe had a propensity to drink. I mean, he didn't die of liver cancer, I don't think, out of, out of accident. Well, I don't think it was accidental. I mean, this is a man that, that was operating a, a power lawnmower and pulled the lawnmower back over his foot and snared off two toes. I mean, yeah, he had a few drinks, got, got arrested for driving down the wrong way of a, of a one-way street in Philadelphia with a high alcohol, with the smell of alcohol in his beverage, yet, uh, beverage on his breath, and yet the Philadelphia police didn't book him. They drove him home. He was the world heavyweight champion. I mean, he was a king. There was no doubt about it. Joe, 1964 Olympic gold medalist, undefeated going into the first Ali fight, of course, won the first Ali fight on the scorecards of a lot of people, when I look back at 15 rounds, I thought that Muhammad Ali won 50, more of the 15 rounds than Joe Frazier won, but you have to give Joe Frazier props for knocking Muhammad Ali down in the 15th round, of course, that epic knockdown, but that 12th round beating that he put on Ali, wow. I mean, Ali was ready to go. I had never in my life seen Muhammad Ali as hurt as he was in the 12th round against Joe Frazier in that first fight, of course. The third fight took its toll on both guys that were never the same, but you know, that's what people say to you. They were never the same, never the same after the third fight. Joe Frazier was never the same after the first fight. I mean, that was a, that was a, that was, that was, it was an unbelievable beating. He spent a long time in the hospital and just was never the same guy. But, you know, at the end of the day, here was a guy that was heavyweight champion that had a lot of class and yet I'd see him do things that were stupid. I mean, he drank a lot. So he got drunk and I walked into dressing rooms in which he was working with fighters and you can smell the immediate aroma of an alcoholic beverage and look at Joe and his eyes were a little glossy. Him and Butch Lewis, for the most part, they drank together, promoted Butch Lewis out of St. Louis, of course, the promoter of Michael Spinks. But, um, you know, Joe, Joe had this, 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 how can I put it? This manic personality. I mean, it was Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde. <laughs> When I walked up to Joe Frazier, I never knew what Joe Frazier I was going to encounter. I just didn't. I mean, it was sometimes he was pleasant. 
how are you, young man? Things like that. Other times, just showing his teeth at me, you know, like growling at me like he was going to fight me and this and that. So I could never figure out when he was gaming, when he was serious. The bottom line was he took some things way too serious. At the end of the day, though, Joe Frazier died at the age of 67, liver cancer. May he rest in peace. One of the great rivalries of all time, if not the greatest rivalry in the sport of boxing, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. The three fights, wow, what can I say? What can I say? Their three fights were just epic encounters. The first one went 15 rounds. The second one went 12 rounds. The third one, of course, stopped before the 14th round. Well, my buddy, the late Eddie Futch, the trainer of Joe Frazier, said, son, I'm stopping this fight, and you've got nothing to be ashamed of. And Joe Frazier didn't. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. So anyway, I told you I'd bring you a little bit more Ali, right? A little bit more Muhammad Ali. Here's Muhammad, here's Muhammad Ali in a different light. He would come to the gym, and if it's, say, he didn't get a ride to the gym, he didn't have no car, he would run. He would run across the causeway. Muhammad Ali, one of my great heroes, had a great line in the 70s when he was asked, how many sit-ups do you do? He said, I don't count my sit-ups. I only start counting when it starts hurting. When I feel pain, that's when I start counting because that's when it really counts. That's what makes you a champion. Jerry, I'm the greatest fighter that ever stepped foot in the ring. Money will be lost that night. This will be the biggest upset in the century of all boxing. I think you're a big bag of wind. Damnedest showman that ever lived, and you ain't kidding anybody. The odds are seven to one. It's very big odds for a heavyweight championship fight. It has to be Liston. Liston is a much bigger puncher. While these big mouth people talking about I talk too much, well, I want all of them to be there, and I'm going to shut up all of his mouth. And Cassius Clay has won after six rounds. Cassius is not my name no more. You want to keep calling me a white man's name? I'm not white. Continues to scream at Terrell. He beat the hell out of those who didn't want to use his name. Mr. Muhammad Ali has just refused to be inducted into the United States Armed Forces. I'm just about broke. I'm not allowed to work here now in America. I'm going to fight, not for me, but to uplift my little brothers who are sleeping in concrete floors today in America. They want to be more famous. They have people. It's a wonderful world. I'm going to float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. George can't hit what his eyes can't see. All of you chumps are going to bow when I whip him. All of you. I know you got him. I know you got him picked. But the man's in trouble. I'm going to show you how great I am. Bluffed him. I done everything. Beat him up basically for about five or six rounds. I thought it was easy. Then about the sixth round, he whispered in my ear after I'd hit him in the side. That all you got, George? When you were a kid, you always bet certain fellas, I'm going to be champion one day, and when I'm champion, I'm going to come back and show you I'm wrong. Another said, guys, I'm going to be a great doctor one day, and I'm going to be a dentist, or I'm going to be a great scientist, I'm going to be a president of the country. And But very few people actually are able to make good of the boats and come home and say, I told you. Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, we're going to say the greatest rivalry in the history of sports, certainly the greatest rivalry in the history of boxing. Now, the reason why I went to Ali is that we have a movie that's out now on Amazon.com or Amazon Prime, call it what you want, but it's free if you have Amazon. Um, it's called One Night in Miami. It was uh, made last year. It's done, done pretty well as far as ratings are concerned. One Night in Miami is a fictional account of one incredible night where icons like Muhammad Ali, 
Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gathered together discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and cultural upheaval of the 1960s. Of course, directed by Regina King. Pretty good movie. I mean, I watched part of it last night. It's a pretty good movie. I'm going to get the rest of it done today. But straight up, i got to tell you, if you got Amazon Prime and you're a Muhammad Ali, you're a boxing fan, or you're just a, a fan of, of history and want to look back at the 60s with a different perspective, this is the way to look at it. One Night in Miami, of course, uh, brought to you by amazonprime.com i've got my amazon prime what does it do for me it gets me discounts at whole foods where i buy my food outside of that doesn't do a whole lot (laughs) you are tuned to ring talk live worldwide check it you're inside looking to the world of boxing mma of course this is a saturday edition we come to you saturday and sundays 11 a.m pacific time that's 2 p.m eastern time the saturday shows for an hour this is saturday of course the sunday shows for two hours we come to you live on sports byline iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a plethora of other internet platforms, both live and delayed. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but hey, you knew that. Blowing my money all over this town, then I wouldn't be doggone. Hey, hey, I'd be long gone. Then I wouldn't be doggone. I'd be long gone. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. My baby Darlene Luck Talking about about being a rebel Well guess what Um, I'm a bit of a rebel And so was Mike Akery Mike Akery passed away this week at the age of 63 years old He was a boxing promoter From Erie, Pennsylvania Of course his father was a professor, a smart guy I mean the whole family had class His sister Marcy, his mom, the whole nine yards Anyway, Mike died this week at the age of 63 after battling pancreatic cancer for about five years. Um, he worked with Roberto Duran. He worked with Hector Camacho. He was part of that recent Hector Camacho special that was on Netflix or whatever it was anyway. Of course, the Macho Time. And all. he was, he was, just, he was a, a prolific person in the world of boxing. You know, he helped me out a lot. Of course, he was one of those guys that only told you what he wanted you to know as far as boxing was concerned because I was a member of the media. And he said, you've got your role. I got my role. Well, we both had our roles. And he was successful in his, no doubt about that. I mean, as I said, promoting great fights. Duran, he had pieces of Duran when Duran fought in some of those big fights against Barkley, things like that. Of course, he was pivotal in the Roberto Duran comeback. And he was also, you know, a big player in Hector Camacho's comeback. He was promoted Camacho's last opponent. <clears throat> but I will say one time he gaffed. He and Louis DeCubas, Louis DeCubas Sr., not DeCubas Jr. DeCubas Jr. is managing fighters. Now his father's kicking back in Florida to retire. Anyway, Louis DeCubas Sr., a.k.a. The Cube, um, he and Mike Akery, they had Felix Trinidad at one point in time. And Trinidad had got knocked down in a couple of fights. So Mike tells, Mike tells, uh, Mike tells Louis, hey, get rid of this guy, Trinidad. He's going to get knocked out. He's not worth smack, blah, blah, blah. Of course, Trinidad now, a member of the Boxing Hall of Fame, having won titles at 147, 154, and 160. Obviously, Mike, Mikey gaffed in that one move right there. You are tuned around, I'm, but I'm going to miss Mike Akery. I mean, I talked to him. He, he's one of those guys that... <clears throat> I call him, and if he picks up the phone, you didn't leave a message. If he picks up the phone, he'll talk to you, okay, or he'll call you back. But you didn't leave a message. He was just a, a bit of a strange bird. I mean, somebody said to me that they were his good friend and closer, a lot closer to him than I was, and they hadn't been able to talk to him like in years. So he just stopped calling him because Mike wouldn't call him back. But Mike was tough at the end. He was a champ. He went out. And I say, I'm going to miss him, no doubt about that. The USC is rocking and rolling, of course. January 16th, January 20th, January 24th, February 6th, February 13th, February 20th. Check out your TV guide. Looks like ESPN is going to cover most of those. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Want to say hello to Miss V out there. I'll straight to that. Of course, the Sunday show tomorrow. 
uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, will feature the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant, the Hall of Famer, going to turn 90 February 11th. Larry's birthday is coming up, so straight up, Larry Merchant and more on the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Listen, you can be doing a million things right now. In fact, you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Well, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and this is Ring Talk. 